Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. And so I love the Enneagram because there's so many parts to it. You know, like you're talking about the triad and the healthy and the unhealthy. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I could see some of the things in my son. He sounds like an eight. <laughs> but then again, I am not an Enneagram coach, so I have no idea. <laughs> like he's such a challenger. He challenges me on every single thing. And although that's nice. And I said he's a future leader. That's what I'm telling myself when I get into these battles. But um, he's like an attorney on steroids, like literally. Like everything I have to write down is an agreement and a contract with this kid to sign. I mean, literally. So does that sound like an eight? <laughs> it's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, parents, and mentors like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jen Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business, so let's get down to business. Phew, I'm warm. That was awesome. How did you feel? I felt great. I felt, right. you know, it, it was good having a conversation. I mean, we could know each other and... You know, you're you're very um, personable and low key. And so this was good. This was fun. I think I think the Enneagram, you know, I've, I'm getting all uh, so many Enneagram stuff and, you know, I go back and forth. I know for a fact I'm a seven. There's no way I'm not a seven. Um, <laughs> you definitely are. <laughs> the, 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 the thing with the wings, I'm still trying to figure it out. I They said I'm a five, like whatever number okay, that is. I'll, I'll clear that up for you now. Okay. Our wings are only the numbers on either side of us. So either a six or an eight. Okay. Hmm. So if they're so saying a five, six. if they're saying a five, it's because that's where sevens go when they're confident. Ah, 
Okay. So, so either a six or an eight is what what your wing is going to be. Okay. But okay. what I really loved, like I'm confident, you're confident you're a seven. I'm yeah. confident that you're a seven. But what I really love is you've snuck in some words there that sound like other numbers. And really? I want people to hear that. I want people to hear, you know, that, yes, I can look like a, I didn't say that. I probably should have should have brought it up, but you're, you're being so vulnerable. I didn't want to bring that. I didn't want to mess with the vibe. It was so, it was so good. It was, it was very touching. Um, but like one of the things that I really love about your story is that you talked about being shy and introverted as a kid. Mm -hmm. And if you're okay with this, sometimes I do an after party. So if we're sometimes when we talk about some of this Enneagram stuff, other people want to hear it too. So, okay. um, but what I love is that people need to hear that you, as a child, you were shy and introverted, but you were okay. shy and introverted for seven reasons, because mm. I was also shy and introverted. And, mm. and here's where I feel like I can relate with your story. Um, mm. I, my parents are, are immigrants mm. and we I grew up in a town where we were the only Asian family in the entire town. Wow. And I didn't feel like I belonged. So mm-hmm. it wasn't fun. Right. I felt trapped. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I could go anywhere without being literally boxed in of right. you, you don't belong here. You, mm-hmm. you know, I, my options were limited as far as right. how I could right. identify myself. And I was afraid because I was small. I was at least two heads smaller than everybody else. And so wow. I physically didn't feel safe either. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, um, so I was shy and introverted also, which, mm-hmm. which um, is not usually associated with a seven. Right. Which is what I was going to ask you, like, I thought that you can evolve out of your number. Like like that where I was when I was younger, that was not a seven I'm saying to myself, right? Like, how did I switch? You know, I'm saying, this is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, so when you said that, I wanted, I'm curious about that. So you didn't actually like you switch s- because our Enneagram number is based off of our motivations and not our behaviors. Mm-hmm. So when we, when we behave a certain way, likely we were behaving like a five who was more, let me step back and observe. But the reason why we're doing it is not the same reason as a five. So a five wants to step back and observe so that they can gather information so that they can feel competent. Okay. Okay. Now sevens can do that, but mainly it's because I want to be free. I don't Mm. want to feel trapped. I want to be content. I want satisfaction. Um, I want to be happy and we can go back into the one as well and start feeling self-critical. Like I'm not good enough. I, you know, what's wrong with me. And so I, there were a lot of times I felt like I was a wallflower also because I just didn't feel like I belonged. And there was shame. There was shame in that. And, and shame isn't always associated with the blue triad where the, where the, thinkers are but that's a great testament of why uh, that shows that we we're all angry we're all shameful we're all afraid it's just that's right it's just we fixate on one over the other and that yeah. trauma 
adds a whole new layer to our personality. Yes. A That's whole right. new layer to our Enneagram. So mm. the Enneagram just really points to what our motivations are. Okay. And then how we can, it shows our patterns of how we behave in stress and how we behave uh, confident. And then yes. it points us in the direction of what are the healthy responses to my stress and what are the healthy responses to my security? Because sometimes we can be overconfident, right? That's right. We can be overconfident, over secure and choose unhealthy responses in that over security or overconfidence. Um, yeah. Or at least that's what it can look like. That's what we tell ourselves. So yeah. that's what I mean by, so evolving, yes, our personality definitely evolves, but our, our Enneagram type stays the same. It's the difference really? between our, our Enneagram type and our mm-hmm. character. I mean, our character mm-hmm. evolves, right? Mm-hmm. right. So I like to describe it as a tripod mm-hmm. and the Enneagram explains that the one leg that's called motivation. So mm-hmm. when our personality is made up of our core motivations, it's made up of our core values and our core strengths. And when we understand those, then our, we don't fall over. <laughs> we feel a little bit more stable. And that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's my holistic approach in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, we become more who we were meant to be, really in a healthy space. And, and for people who are doing your work, I am sure that, they're becoming their best self, you know, because I say it's work. I, you know, nothing just, you just, just, just don't wake up one day and transform. Like it, I wish it was that way, but that's not how it works. In order to get better, you got to grow and you got to grow by working. And I tell my clients, if you want to roll up your sleeves, um, then come work with me because I am, I don't do the heavy lifting you do all the work. So um, I'm simply a guide. And that's well, what I, I just tell give you the guide. map. <laughs> right. And so I love the Enneagram because there's so many parts to it. You know, like you're talking about the triad and the healthy and the unhealthy and, mm-hmm. you know, and I could see some of the things in my son, he sounds like an eight, <laughs> but then again, I am not an Enneagram coach, so I have no idea, <laughs> but I could, I just look, he's such a challenger. Like he's such a challenger. He challenges me on every single thing. And although that's nice. And I said, he's a future leader. That's what I'm telling myself when I get into these battles, but, um, he's like an attorney on steroids, like literally, like mm-hmm. everything I have to write down is an agreement and a contract with this kid to sign. I mean, literally. So does that sound like an eight? <laughs> it could be, or a number that's attached to an eight. So, um, so there, there are other numbers that have those same behaviors. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. And especially, you know, with him being young, um, he's almost there. He's almost there where he'll be able to type himself. Um, right. But with him being young, th- they're still testing out the waters of what they, they, yeah, they are. <laughs> your boys, your boys seem so um, easygoing, I should say. Oh. Easygoing. But, but then I don't, I don't live at your house. So <laughs> I don't, I don't they can be when they're, when they're both in their five, they can be pretty chill and, um, and pretty easygoing. Definitely. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. So I, have seven, was, I have a seven, seven? I have a seven and a five. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wow. That's amazing. Well, sevens sort of get along. They, they get along together. Um, it's amazing how I'm much more aware. Not that I could type anybody, but I'm much more aware now of my friends and the people I connect to mm-hmm. and how we mesh or how we don't mesh, you know, um, and their possible type. <laughs> I don't go typing people, but just you, you could, I don't know, you could just tell. 
Yeah, so I hope you can come to the um to the challenge that's coming up because one of the things is communicating with other personalities ah. when you don't know their type, like just being able right. to communicate with them. And instead, so I, I would imagine I would imagine that it's that the conversations with seven looks a whole lot different than a one, than with a one. Sometimes, so it depends yeah. on the levels of health of between the two of them. So, uh, but on average. On average, if if the seven's not thinking about their personality and the one's not thinking about their personality, sevens typically get on one's nerves. <laughs> on average. So it just, but they won't show it. They won't say it. They're very polite. Ones are very polite. Oh, I know. I know. I know. That, that I know for the ones. Yeah. I, yeah. That's very interesting. But interesting. keep in mind, that's very average behaviors when it's just default. They're not being healthy and they're not being unhealthy. They're just being themselves. And so okay. sevens and ones can get along at that um, level because mm -hmm. the sevens are being free, free-spirited. Right, that's right. And, and the ones are noticing. <laughs> <laughs> they're noticing and keeping it to themselves. So uh, okay. they still I notice see. it. They still notice it, but they, they show restraint. And it's a kind it's, thing. It's a kind thing that ones do when they show restraint. Is it? Okay. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn. I might, I might um, take you up on that offer because I, yeah. I want to, I certainly am interested in it um, as it relates to just knowing myself, my son, how to deal with, <laughs> how to deal with him and, and, and others. Yeah. Fives really manage their energy. And when things are so unpredictable like that, it's really hard for her to manage her energy. And so she's really? exhausted. Yeah. So she needs a lot of self-care. Yes, self-care, but it looks more like processing time. Mm. So it's not like spas and- um, Well, mindfulness, like, you know, a lot, of, a lot of mindfulness. That's what- Space, that's what she needs is space. Space, yeah, which which is self care actually, mm -hmm. um, which is self care, and you know, it's funny. I put up something the other day with pe people talking about self care, and I said breathing is self care. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The good news is, you have your breath with you always. You right. always have your breath, so it doesn't mean that I, I have to go to the gym or run five miles. I have my breath with me always, and so that's the beauty of taking time for yourself, right? It's mm -hmm. the breathing. It's the, you know, I can take these deep belly breaths anytime I want to, because wherever I go, there's my breath. Yeah, that's right. Right. But that mindfulness is, was part of the work that I had to do with this mm -hmm. coach. Um, and it, it's now a practice, right? It's a practice. And so I say to people, you know, I don't have a coaching business. I have a coaching practice. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I have a coach and I have to be accountable to her. So when I meet her and she's asking me about these different goals that we're working on, part of it is mindfulness. Yeah. As you know, as a seven, mindfulness is really hard to come by. It right? is. That whole idea of mindfulness. And, I, and I'll tell you why, as explained by the Enneagram. And I call mine a practice also. I wonder if that's a seven thing. So yeah, Probably. So the, the reds are, our body, are the body types, the greens are the heart types, and the blues are the head types. And you uh -huh. see where the, the seven has an arrow going down? Yep. Sevens underexpress their thinking. Like they, mm -hmm. they fixate on their thoughts, they fixate on ideas and all that kind of that kind of stuff. But they um 
there's a lot of suppression that goes on because there's so many thoughts they can't express all of them right and so because they're trying to avoid pain they will only express the happy ones and um whereas fives they'll express them all if you can get them really? to express them <laughs> if you can get to them them to express them if if they trust you and um and they think you're interesting you can't really get them to shut up they'll just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk um and then sixes are kind of out of touch with their thoughts they have lots of thoughts but they're more concerned about other people's thoughts um to to validate their own thoughts they don't trust their own thoughts but something that's very interesting so there's a lot of traits when you're talking that and even your your energy so this is one of the things that i'm trying to a skill that i'm trying to cultivate is to feel other people's energy and maybe it's just hard over zoom i'm not sure but there's a lot of three energy and three words and three cadence. However, I, as I was listening, I never really heard you sneak in three motivations or, mm. or what satisfies a three when you're feeling healthy or what you do when when you're not healthy, like when you're in stress and not dealing with it in a healthy oh, okay. way. That's a yeah. different pattern. So three has a different pattern there. Whereas, uh-huh. uh, and if you were really a three, I would have heard, I would have heard certain words. Even though you said shame, which is typically related to the greens. Um, see, greens. Um, I didn't oh, yeah. hear you talk about achievements and accomplishments and a fear of failure. I mean, you did a little bit, but not, but everybody has a fear of failure of like being the best at what you do. Like there was more humility there. Um, and even when you were talking about your story as, you know, as a child as well, like winning or being successful or succeeding other than the norm. No. Because, because threes, like we all want to be successful, but threes are like, I'm going to talk about all the things that I've done and I have accomplished. And, um, you didn't do that. So, but what I did hear is I heard a lot of, I don't want to be trapped and I need to sit still and I, and I have, um, insecure, critical self-thinking and anxieties. Um, and even though threes have that, they don't talk about it. Okay. That's the difference. I think, I mean, I think I've gotten a lot of work exposure therapy is actually what I had to, to begin to shape. But you know, and now I think I have a lot more metacognition and I think that's what, that, that's the difference of the transformation. The transformational work is, you know, now I'm able to really get down and understand exactly how I'm feeling. Why am I, why am I feeling it? And for me, I did another podcast on success. Success is significance. So my goal of success is to impact and to, to bring transformation where I am. Like I was doing this volunteering and not getting paid. And I was happy. Like mm-hmm. what brings me joy is seeing people transform. Yeah, and so, and I, so I, so that, so that's, so that's the key that when you talk about that, that's the key. Yes. Nobody wants to not be successful, but that's not my motivation. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not the motivation. Right. Um, it's something that, that, that I, a very integrated three, it will no longer be their motivation either, but they'll still talk. Okay. About it. 
they'll still talk about they'll still it. They'll still talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll yeah. be more humble, like on the inside, they'll be more humble and they'll like, okay, winning is not important to me anymore. Serving right. is more important to me, but they'll still yeah. talk about how they win and how they're, what they've accomplished. What they've done, yeah. 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 And it's just because it's ingrained in their psyche, but it doesn't matter. Like people who don't understand threes will see, will look at them as braggy and show offs. You see what I'm saying? And that can be really hurtful. That can be really hurtful to a three who's really coming from a place, who's coming from a place of servitude and um, humility. And, Mm -hmm. um, and for someone to say, uh, for someone to say, well, you're such a show off, stop bragging. Um, mm. Then that could be really hurtful because, because we all have needs. We all have needs. And three, yeah. the reason why threes talk about it is they still have that need to be mm. successful, but they're not driven by it as much. Like, okay. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah, I, it is interesting. That's very interesting. Well, I, I just got a whole coaching session on the Enneagram. Thank you, Miss Jen. <laughs> Higgins. <laughs> You're very welcome. I learn more every time I go through it. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like L- little things brings us joy. So that's good. I, I get that. Appreciate your time. Bye-bye. Take care. If you're looking for the visuals I was showing Jen, join me inside my free Facebook group called Unboxing Your Enneagram. Also, next Monday, we start the free five-day challenge called Communicate to Build Relationships, where I'm going to be teaching you the three things that humans accidentally do that can slowly put a wedge in your relationships, both professionally and personally, and the three simple skills that you can implement to avoid that wedge. Go to PowerCoachGen.com to sign up for the prizes for the challenge. It's going to be hosted on the podcast, but you do need to be signed up to be eligible for the prizes. Plus, all registrants will be the first ones to get a special offer in their inboxes for lifetime access to something I've got coming up that's going to help you daily at home and in business. Go to the show notes and join the challenge right now. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.